Welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcasts, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative curious. I'm your host, Maya Marillo. I'm very pleased to have Olamide Adenson welcome to Exploring Art Podcasts. How are you today, Olamide? I'm doing very well today. Thank you for having me. Of course. Awesome. So let's jump into this episode then. Today, we'll be discussing an art case known as Modern Masterpiece Just Ducky. It reads as follows. In Liverpool, England, late in 1983, a wine merchant named Marine Gledhill bought an abstract painting from Ernest Cleverly, a sculptor who also runs a pet shop. When Miss Gledhill walked into the shop, the sculptor had been discussing the picture with Brian Burgess, an artist, and she believed it was one of Burgess's works. She paid 105 for the painting, thinking it a bargain, and displayed it prominently in her home. But it turned out that the painting was the work of a duck named Pablo, who had escaped from his cage while cleverly the sculptor was doing some painting, and had got his feet in the paint. I noticed that it made an interesting pattern, and it just developed from there, said Cleverly. I tried him on canvas with different colors. He has a real eye for composition and flair for color. Gledhell no longer displays the painting at her home, but she remarks, I know it sounds corny. I don't know much about art, but I know what I like, and this was a painting I liked. The duck, said Cleverly, is a natural what would it help Miss Gledhill to know about art in deciding what to think about the painting? Given that she has already acknowledged that she likes the painting, what plausible alternative reasons might she have for removing the painting from her home? So, based on this art case, it seems Miss Gledhill wants to learn about what makes art art. Olamide, what do you think about Miss Glenhouse's thoughts about her duck painting. I think that she thought it was an expert work, which she liked. But when she discovered that it was the work of a duck, she didn't like it anymore because at this time, the painting has lost its meaning. This means that the purpose and the reason why she bought the painting have been lost because the painting didn't reflect the sculptor's work. I do agree with you that Miss Glenhouse This wonderful painting she thought she got on a deal from a well-known sculptor doesn't truly reflect the artist, or does it? Could you say that the sculptor allowing the duck to create an art piece reflects how he perceives what art should be? Personally, the art does reflect the artist because he turned the mistake of the duck, whose name is Pablo, by the way, made his made on his heart into something wonderful and the art piece does reflect the sculptor whose name is cleverly perceives what art should be i do believe that art can be made by anyone or anything human or non-human art is anything you personally deem as enticing or unique and while i do think miss gladhell should have kept up the painting What alternative reasons do you think she might have for removing the painting from her home? 
and alternative painting uh, like oh sorry an alternative reason could be that she was no longer interested in the painting or maybe she wanted to have like a famous person painting like Brian Burgess mm-hmm. Burgess it also could be that the meaning that she had for the painting doesn't seem to fit it anymore because of the story behind it. Perhaps she felt embarrassed that she felt so strong, strongly about a painting made by a dog. Those reasons do seem justifiable. I would agree. I too may feel a bit silly. If I'd been told a duck painted something I really liked and I had already proudly mounted it in my home. Well, since we are on the topic of Pablo's artistic skills, I wanted to come back to what you said. You said you believe art can be made by anyone or anything, human or non-human. What makes you believe that? And how did you come to that conclusion? That is a great question. I believe that art can be made by anyone or anything because there's multiple ways to create an art piece. And who's to say that a creature can't be creative? There are paintings up in museums that are only one solid color, yet they're worth thousands. If one solid color on a canvas is worth thousands, then who's to say an animal creating art isn't worth something? I think it's also interesting to take into account the duck's medium, his medium being his feet. The feet of a duck make for quite an interesting print. It isn't exactly easy to replicate the shape Pablo's feet made, and I think that's what also made Mr. Cleverly put up the art in his shop, because he thought it was so unique. Well, that's a good answer. Seeing that you have a very good belief about art, what are the things that can be found in today's discussion of the case study? Are they related and how? I'm glad you asked. Given that she did end up taking the painting down, I thought we could touch on and discuss a couple themes that will be relating to today's discussion and how they may influence Miss Gladhell's knowledge about what art is or what art can be. Today, we will discuss the storytelling aspect of the art and the role the natural world plays behind the painting. Stories or storytelling refers to the moments taking place during the art. What do you imagine happened during the process of Pablo's painting? That's a great question because I've been trying to imagine how the dog got his image on the painting. <laughs> Picture this. The dog was in his cage where the sculpture has placed it, but he was looking for a way to get out. And when he finally did, he was happy. Happy enough that he wasn't looking where he was going to notice the painting behind it. The dog was stuck on the painting for a moment, and after some minutes, he got a chance to move away from the painting, only to leave a wonderful design on the canvas. If I was Mr. Cleverly witnessing such an art piece in the making, it would make me feel more inclined to present it in my shop as he did. Would you say that the story behind Pablo's silly incident 
contributes to the reason Mr. Cleverly decided to put the painting up in his shop for display? Yes, I would say so, because it kind of creates this funny and meaningful story behind the painting. It could even be named the paint. It could even name the painting the unintentional duck. <laughs> the duck didn't mean to create a wonderful design for the sculpture to develop, but it did. Interesting take. I think that name for the painting is very fitting. It made me chuckle. I'd have to say perhaps Miss Cleverly did decide to hang up the duck painting due to the story behind it. He truly did think it was special enough to hang up, and I also think he feels proud in a way to hang it up because it was a duck from his shop who created what he deemed art. Now, I would like to discuss the second theme, the natural world aspect of art. Nature and our relationship with nature have been themes that have been addressed in art for centuries. When one thinks of nature, we picture plants and animals and sunshine. And if animals are a part of nature, and nature is considered art, what are your thoughts on nature creating art? Can art be considered art if a human didn't compose it? Nature creating art is another way of exploring art, and nature can be used in art. Nature as art displays the beauty of the natural world and helps us to cherish the little things like the air, leaves, grasses, and the animals. It can also be considered as art if as hard even if a human didn't compose it. Because art is art and shows meaning and expressions of feelings. That's a really wonderful way of seeing art. Thank you. I've been learning so much this semester. In today's study in today's case study, there was a name drop, Brian Burgess. Who is he? And what is his place in the case of Miss Gildio? That's right. We forgot to mention the importance of Brian. While Brian Burgess was a famous artist, he's had many of his paintings and auctions and was a friend of Mr. Cleverly, who was a sculptor. Miss Gladhoe made the mistake of thinking that since Mr. Cleverly was talking to him that Pablo's piece was actually something Brian Burgess drew. That's why she was so happy she got it on a bargain. So if Miss Gledhill was sitting with us and hearing our discussion, what should she take away from the discussion so far that we've had today? Do you think that she would consider hanging her painting back up after listening to our podcast so far? Well, at this point, she knows that not only an artist can reflect a painting, a personal experience can reflect through a painting, a story can reflect through a painting. Art isn't just about the artist or sculpture. It is about the meaning it brings, the expression of feelings that it brings. And it can also be the story behind it. After hearing this podcast, I think Ms. Claudio will add the painting back up because she now has the knowledge of what art is and what art can be.
have to say that's a very beautiful way to describe art. It totally is about the meaning, expression, or feelings that makes an art piece valuable to the beholder. I would like to agree that Miss Gladhell would, in fact, hang up the duck painting after hearing this episode. Perhaps she may even buy art from other animals now that she has the knowledge she does about art. I would hope she would do just that, too. Art from any animal truly is one of a kind. Going back to Mr. Cleverly and his relation to the dog painting, what is his role in today's discussion, and how did he contribute to the painting? Mr. Cleverly is the owner of Pablo the Duck. That's why he thought to put it up in his shop. Mr. Cleverly is a part-time sculptor and part-time pet shop owner. Once he saw the masterpiece Pablo had created, he thought it was special enough to hang up, and hopefully the painting would get the recognition he thought it deserved from his customers that came into the store. I have to ask, what is your take on Ms. Blaudio, and what you what would you have done if you were in a position? I ultimately think that Miss Gladhow should have kept her duck painting up. She said she already liked it, and if I was in her shoes, I would confidently say I would feel a bit silly if I had come to find out an art piece I had thought was done by a well-known artist was actually created by a duck. But I would think of that painting as special. It would be a story. I think I would brag about it to friends and make it a funny story to tell when people come over. I would definitely be intrigued to see a painting not by a duck in someone's own. If you go back a little, you mentioned that this event took place in 1983. 1983 was a great year. I know you weren't born in this time, but what do you know about 1983? And how do you think that this year relates to our discussion? That's a great question. I think it's important that we relate what was happening back then to this case study. The year 1983, according to Historic Newspapers Co. UK, 1983 was a turbulent time. With the rise in tensions surrounding nuclear weaponry, the Cold War was on everybody's minds. Nuclear cruise missiles owned by America and Russia began arriving in Europe, and the IRA was terrorizing the UK. It wasn't all bad, though. Technological advances were created almost every day, with the development of compact displayers and space and space missions launched by NASA and the Soviet space program, science took a massive leap forward in 1983. The year 1983 was also apparently a year of pop culture and amazing music. As you can see, there is a bunch of stuff going on. Michael Jackson was becoming really popular with his album Thriller, and many notable TV shows and cartoons were produced, like Wheel of Fortune and Alvin and the Chipmunks. I think with so much newness 
of the year 1983, a painting being done by a duck is actually the least of this year's concerns. Perhaps Miss Gladhill was wanting something new in her life, as she too may have been worrying over the tensions surrounding nuclear weaponry. So she wanted a distraction, that distraction being picking up a new painting for her home, and thus why she stumbled upon Pablo's work and thought of it as something so valuable that she needed to have it in her home. I can see how feeling worrisome could develop into something, into wanting something in your life. Right, whenever... I'm feeling stressed or worried about something. I tend to focus my energy elsewhere or go out and get something for myself to feel better. Yep, I will do the same. Well, before we end this podcast, I wanted to mention that I did some research and discovered that Pablo Picasso was actually a fan of a chimpanzee artist named Congo. Picasso actually had one of Congo's paintings in his studio after receiving it as a gift. I think that goes to show that someone so well-known for their art, like Pablo Picasso, is able to recognize art anywhere, despite it being made by an animal. I'm sure if Miss Gledhell knew about this, she would feel proud to hang up her duck painting. I would agree. I didn't I didn't know about Picasso, but if I was Miss Geldley, my embarrassment over the dark painting would be gone. I would hope so. And I hope that Miss Gladho has a better idea of what art is and what it can be. Well, that concludes this episode. I want to thank you for joining us so much today, Olamide. I really appreciate it. This concludes Exploring Art Podcasts. Subscribe to Exploring Art Podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Please join us soon and remember to stay curious.